Hello and welcome to the Firmly Founded Teen Podcast, where teens get tips and coaching on how to feel more in control of their lives. Because while the teenage years may be unstable and awkward, you don't have to be. I'm your host, Joey Massio, Certified Life Coach for Teens and Young Adults. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to read a review. Uh, This episode's review is from Kelly Karen 18 She said, Joey is so good with teens and he understands the brain so well. He is also great at keeping things funny and lighthearted. This podcast is definitely worth a listen. Thank you very much for writing that, Kelly or Karen or Kelly Karen. I'm not sure if that's your first and middle name or if it's two separate people, but thank you very much. That means a lot to me. Having just launched the podcast, I have no idea if anybody is getting anything from this. And so that is encouraging to me uh, that you are finding this useful. So thank you very much for writing a review. Now, if you would like your review uh, read over my podcast, go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. And you could really say whatever you want. I'm not just going to read the good reviews. I'll read any review that comes up. So leave me a review, give me a star rating, and that will help more people to find my podcast. Now let's get to today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Firmly Founded Teen, episode five, The Cure for Insecurity. Now, I don't mean to be throwing around the word cure these days with everything going on with the coronavirus, but some things actually do. I always picture insecurity as the opposite of being secure, right? So if you're secure, you're a fortress and nothing can get in to hurt you. I mean, like people throwing rocks, it's just bing, bing. It's just, I mean, words, everything just bounces right off and nothing can hurt you. So for me, the picture of insecurity is the exact opposite. You feel vulnerable. Uh, you're hurt easily. You don't take chances. You're not running out into the battlefield, right, to conquer the enemy. You're retreating a lot because you don't feel protected. You feel uh, weak. So, uh, but in essence, insecurity is just thinking that you are not good enough. That's really what insecurity is when it comes down to it, is your thoughts about yourself. And the main thought you have about yourself is that you're just not good enough. But there's a cure for that. Now, for me, I was super insecure throughout pretty much all of elementary school and all of middle school and my freshman year of high school. I was always uh, kind of retreating, which was funny because I always wanted to be outgoing. But a part of me would retreat. I would watch other people and think that they were way like further ahead than me in any area. If I accomplished something, I would need extra validation or praise and uh, to, to make me feel better about it or feel like it was actually true. But even when I got that, I still kind of second guessed myself or the other people's comments as being... Uh, less than true, or I would question their uh, their reasoning for giving me a compliment. Uh, like, well, that's my mom. She has to say that. You know? um, but eventually, I stopped being insecure. I was able to beat it. 
And how did I do it? Well, you would think that uh, to become less secure about yourself, it would be to beef up your security about what you think you can do. So if you're insecure about sports, just become a better player and that would do it. Or if you're insecure about dating, then go on a date with someone who's gonna make sure it goes very well, right? A very easy date. So therefore, afterwards you would think, oh man, I'm, I'm really good at dating, all right? Or if you feel insecure about public speaking, then you may think the solution is just to practice uh, delivering a speech a hundred times and then you'll feel secure about it. Um, because you think if you have more security in your ability to do something, therefore you'll be less insecure, right? Nope, that is not the cure to insecurity. Because how many times have you heard someone say uh, they can't do something when you know darn well they have the ability to do it? Whether they're a great speaker or a great artist, uh, great at a certain video game, uh, great at school, and you say, oh, this thing's coming up, you're gonna do great, and they go, no, I'm not. And you're like, stop being modest. But they're not being modest, they really don't think they're gonna do great at something because they're thinking they're not good enough even when they have the ability to do something. So, taking actions, like I just said, like training in certain areas to, to become better or the best, in that area uh, may build up confidence in that one particular thing, but it doesn't really do anything for self-confidence. Now, getting self-confidence is the cure for insecurity. Now, there's a difference between confidence and self-confidence. And it's not just the word self being in there. Okay? So confidence is your level of security in doing something based on whether or not you've done it in the past. But self-confidence is your level of security in yourself that you can manage your mind and your emotions despite the results of any given event or activity. So confidence is, yeah, dude, I can totally jump over that wall, I've done it before. All right, self-confidence is, well, I've never jumped over that wall, but even if I try and fall on my face, things are gonna be okay. It doesn't mean anything about me, I'll be fine. So that's the difference. Or another way of saying it is confidence comes in experiencing success, but self-confidence comes in successfully experiencing failure. Mind blown, right? I'll say it again. Confidence comes in experiencing success, but self-confidence comes in successfully experiencing failure. So learning how to do that is the cure for insecurity. To administer this cure, you need to learn how to fail rather than how to succeed. Now, I, I know learning how to fail seems counterintuitive to the whole becoming secure thing, <laughs> All right, but if you become really, really good at failing, that is what's going to make you um, more self-confident and get rid of your insecurity. Okay? And plus that's a far better skill to have. And it's easier because it applies to everything. Right? If you think confidence is the cure, you're gonna have to become good at everything there is out there. At sports, at school, at talking, at dating, at whatever. But if 
learning how to fail is the cure. You just gotta become good at that one thing, learning how how to fail. And you can apply that to any situation or to any failure. Because the road to success is paved with failures. No matter what road you take, right? before you become successful, you're going to experience failures. So you might as well become really, really good at it. So here are five helpful thoughts to offer that I, I'm gonna offer you uh, to help you learn how to fail. So the first thought is to accept the worst case scenario. It, usually isn't as bad as you think, all right? So in whatever you're trying to accomplish or do, just accept the worst case scenario. Think about what it is. Uh, What could happen if you fail this thing, if you uh, don't make the tryouts, or if you fall on your face, right, while walking across stage, all right? Think about what it is and just accept it. Now, usually we think, oh my goodness, if I fall, on stage, in front of everybody, that is the worst that can happen. Yeah, it is. And why is it so bad? Because thought number two is most results of failures are just negative emotions. And emotions can't really hurt us. If I fall flat on my face walking across stage, I could feel embarrassed, but that's about it. All right, feeling embarrassed isn't going to hurt me at all. And if I know how to deal with that emotion, then really that worst case scenario isn't that bad. And if you want more on how to deal with emotions or feelings, watch episode four, the one I just did about feelings. Uh, So thought number three is uh, failing once doesn't mean you'll fail every single time. That's a really helpful thought to have. Maybe you've fallen on stage uh, before, Right? Just because you've done it before doesn't mean you'll do it again. And if you have the confidence or the self-confidence in, well, yeah, if, even if I fall again, then it's going to be just fine. I can laugh about it. I can walk it off. Then, uh, then you can get through it. But failing once doesn't mean you're going to fail multiple times. A helpful thought number four is failing doesn't define you. All right? It's what you do after you fail that does define you. Back to that falling on stage scenario, right? We just think this is the worst thing ever. People are going to laugh at me. They're going to be making fun of me. All, right? all that doesn't matter or doesn't define you, all right? Uh, but how you respond to it does. If I walk across the stage and I fall on my face and then I retreat, I just think this is the worst. I, I run off stage. When people talk to me about it or say, say anything, I just I get really mad at them. Well, shut up. You're, right? That's going to define me more than that one action of falling on my face. People will uh, won't think of me as, oh, there's that guy who fell on his face. They'll think of me as, dude, there's that guy who keeps freaking out every time you bring up that he fell on his face. But if you fall on your face... And you get up and you go, whoa, oh my goodness, can I walk at all? My first day walking, however you deal with it, or you just stand up and go, oh, my bad, and keep going, that will define you more than the fact that you fell. And most people will be allowed to see you differently if you do that, rather than retreating and just feeling like that was the worst thing because they need to show up like that was the worst thing. And then you're going to give everybody permission to think the worst things 
about you, which is what your brain is trying to avoid anyway. So you might as well just give them permission right now to think anything they want about me because that doesn't define me. What, how I react after a failure defines me more than the failure itself. And thought number five that can help you is no matter how it may look, failure is a part of everyone's life. You may look at someone and go, well, they've never failed. And that is just not true. And your brain's going to tell you that to help you deal with failure in a way where, well, I failed, therefore I can't do it. Uh, and that's okay because I'm just someone who just can't do it. I'm someone who fails. That person can do it and, because they're someone who doesn't fail. So I'm just going to stop trying. I'll stop hurting myself. I'll stop being emotionally damaged. It'll all be good. But that's your brain, your brain lying to you. Failure is a part of everybody's life. That's how people become successful is they learn how to fail first. They learn what not to do and they learn how to handle learning what not to do. That's the key to success. So no matter who we are, what we look like, what we can or can't do, or how many times we fail, we just need to walk around singing This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. Right, the song that the bearded lady sings. I love that song. It's just a song of empowerment. And I, I just, I'm always singing it somewhere in the back of my head, right? Um, because it's just a song of self-confidence. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch it. YouTube, Spotify, wherever. All right, this is me and listen to it. And if you've already listened to it, listen to it again because that's exactly what I'm talking about is this is me. I am, I am brave. I am bruised. I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Even failing or not being able to do something is who we're all meant to be. So we should all just walk around in our lives with that playing in the background. That's our soundtrack to life. That will help you cure your insecurity because that's what helped me my freshman year in high school I was looking around and I realized I was super insecure I didn't like who I was I was afraid of people thinking about me in certain ways and I just decided to be done with it I just decided you know what I'm just gonna be awesome even if I do things that I would have previously put in the category of not being awesome. And I failed so many times after that, but it was okay because I just decided that's who I am. I'm someone who tries and fails. And really that's a lot better way to walk around life. Uh, thinking, well, I'm someone who tries and fails rather than thinking I'm someone who doesn't fail at all because that's not true and that's just going to lead to disappointment because you're going to fail. So I failed so many times after that and that just made me better at failing, which led me to more success. I was able to go on in my high school career and um, become the lead in many of the school plays. I was really big into theater, surprise, surprise, and I, I just loved it and I loved all the feedback I got from it, but the positive and the negative. Of course, you always love the positive more, but the negative helped me to improve, so I accepted it. I went on to become the most humorous. Uh, I was voted most humorous and the most spirited my senior year in high school. I was Mr. Brea, uh, and all this stuff, and that was like the equivalent of like Mr. Put in name of your city here, right? So uh, I, I won that, I got crowned Mr. Brea, uh, and all that was unbelievable to me 
as who I was in middle school. I just, like, if you told me that all that stuff, uh, that I was going to accomplish all that stuff, middle school me would not have believed it because I was so insecure. It's like, there's no way I can become that successful or view myself as that successful because I'm going to fail. So that didn't change. My, my view of uh, the fact that I'm going to fail didn't change my freshman year. But viewing myself as thinking, yeah, I could fail and that's going to be just fine. In fact, that's not going to define me. That's going to help me become the person I want to be. So insecurity for teens is just as much of a pandemic as the coronavirus. And while COVID-19 will eventually run its course, insecurity could stay with you into your adulthood or for the rest of your life if it's not treated properly. So learning confidence may treat the symptoms of insecurity, but learning self-confidence will treat the underlying cause of your insecurity. And that's what we're after. So insecurity, conquer it with self-confidence. You can do it. I know you can. Thank you very much for watching. See you next time. Thank you very much for listening. If you found this episode interesting and want help applying the concepts I teach into your life, you are in luck because I work with teens all over the country and I help them get control of their mind and rock the teen years the way they've always wanted to. Sign up to talk with me for free. It's 30 minutes over a video conference and I will help you instantly improve any area of your life. Any area for free. If you need help, it's really a no brainer and will be the easiest way for you to get what you want out of life. So go to www.firmlyfounded.com to sign up for a free session. It will be so much fun and it will be so much help. I can't wait to work with you.